the yearbook sportscast i'm your host doug subscribe below or wherever this is the week that was in sports if only two things happened the great college football log jam that we talked about uh time goes by fast what was it two or three years ago or something it's been a while the great college football logjam has not materialized. The great logjam was coming because so many proven great head coaches and proven unbelievable recruiters were all now going to be working in the same leagues in tight quarters. Someone was going to wind up losing. There are no ties. Or two and three lost teams were going to become the norm in the playoffs because of all the cutthroat competition. But so far... Only a smaller logjam exists in the SEC. In the SEC West Division, Texas A&M's hiring of Jimbo Fisher appears to be making the Aggies a serious threat, maybe for the first time in forever. Yes. But in the same division, not the same league, the same division of the same league is Alabama's Nick Saban. Only one of those guys can even make the conference championship game, much less the national playoffs. In the SEC East, Dan Mullen was not one of the hot names that people mentioned when people were mentioning hot names that could be the next Florida coach. But as expected, he was hired, and as expected, he's turned Florida around. And he was hired only to win national championships. Georgia's Kirby Smart was also only hired to win national championships. And he and Mullen now have to compete with each other every year just to stay undefeated in the division, much less win the national championship. So in the SEC divisional races, it looks like the best that all the other schools in the conference can hope for, the best for a while, would be third place. But this SEC logjam was supposed to be even deeper. Uh, Tennessee and Auburn were supposed to be immovable objects, but neither, especially Tennessee, has even been an irresistible force. Also, South Carolina has not returned. In the Big Ten, the addition of Coach Jim Harbaugh looked like a guaranteed return to the old days when Michigan and Ohio State owned that league, but Michigan hasn't materialized. And although Harbaugh has been more disappointing thus far, Penn State also hasn't reached the next level with their guy, Coach James Franklin. Uh, The Big Ten West Division looked impossible, or at the very least, intriguing, with some of the hottest coaching candidates landing at Nebraska, Scott Frost, and Minnesota, P.J. Fleck. But Nebraska isn't back yet. Minnesota is risen and then not risen, and Wisconsin, Northwestern, and Iowa are still winning. Of everyone we've mentioned, Harbaugh is probably in the most trouble. Despite this season, Franklin has certainly returned Penn State to being a power. Frost should just need more time. And despite this season, Fleck was already winning at Minnesota. So, Instead of turning into the old two-team race, the Big Ten could still someday be unwinnable. And in the SEC, there was an unexpected surprise candidate into the logjam theory, and that was LSU. They just won the national championship, and LSU, should they bounce back next year, will give their 17 division three national heavyweights. But schools being locks for the college football playoff, despite having two or three hard-fought losses, those days are definitely not here yet. Those days could be here next year, or two or more of the aforementioned coaches could continue to be underwhelming. Contact us. Says in the yearbook at Hotmail.com, you hump. Wednesday was the day. For more than a year, this way predates the covid 
there were rumors about which minor league teams Major League Baseball was eliminating and which ones they weren't. And a couple of days ago, invitations, yes, invitations, went out to almost 10 dozen teams with Major League teams asking minor league teams to be their affiliates beginning in 2021. And no, the Valentine's Day imagery wasn't lost on us. A lot of minor league teams didn't get invitations, either to be a Major League farm team or to be an MLB-sponsored team full of draft-eligible college players in some kind of special league. And those uninvited teams are now trying to figure out what to do next. Uh, And this weird year brought out an honest recent statement from the Staten Island Yankees, a former Yankees affiliate that plays minor league baseball in the middle of New York City. Staten Island was recently cut loose by the Yankees and Major League Baseball, and the Staten Island Yankees came right out and said it. The team can't work without the Yankee connection, and the Staten Island Yankees promptly went out of business. From the outside, cutting a bunch of minor league teams seems like a move meant to save MLB money while allowing MLB to spend other people's money. Signing on to be a Major League Farm team in 2021 That could include mandatory facilities upgrades, and those expenses are supposedly going to be on your local county or city, which means you. The given reason here is MLB wants to streamline and improve player development, but at best, this all seems like it's meant to streamline and improve player development while saving MLB money and allowing MLB to spend other people's money. For some teams, there was great news. There are teams living out a dream straight from a movie. The St. Paul Saints are an independent baseball team. That means they have no direct connection to the pros, and they don't have any players who are currently under contract to a Major League Baseball team. It is really, really tough to survive as an independent. You're on the hook for the salaries. The teams have to pay the salaries, and you have to offer the fans something else besides glamorous future stars. But now the Saints... And at least two other independent teams have gotten the call to come out of the crowd and be official MLB minor league teams. And they'll also all be AA or AAA level affiliates, meaning those teams are now all going to be just one rung below the major leagues. The best story, as we've mentioned before, might be the Binghamton Rumble Ponies, a Mets AA affiliate based in upstate New York. When news of possible minor league contraction broke last year, the Rumble Ponies immediately were one of the prime examples everyone used when talking about teams targeted for execution. Right away, when people talked about contraction, the Rumble Ponies would inevitably come up with everyone. There was no hope. They were as good as gone. The Rumble Ponies, without great attendance in an unglamorous market, were dead man walking. Then a few weeks ago, the Mets surprisingly announced Binghamton was saved, but the Rumble Ponies still might be dropped from AA, basically just one step away from the majors, down to the minor leagues' lower reaches. Yet, as of this week, the Rumble Ponies are back for 2021, and they are still the Mets' second-highest farm team. They're going to remain at the AA level. New York-based Senator Chuck Schumer then way undersold what a surprise this was with a pun saying the move was, quote, nothing short of a home run for the Mets, Rumble Ponies, and baseball fans throughout the region, end quote. This was actually nothing short of a Christmas miracle. Then there's the case of the Richmond Flying Squirrels, who were asked to remain a Giants affiliate. This also seems like an upset because of the distance between Northern California and Virginia. Remember the saving money part. As of this podcast, though, the Squirrels had not yet accepted the invitation, which is telling. 
in 10 years, maybe we'll know if all this actually improved player development and the game of baseball itself. But right now, it only looks like a lack of access to baseball in lots of places. And yes, the Florida Fire Frogs appear to be no more. Just over eight minutes. (laughs) 